The book of Judges tells the Israelites' history from when they entered the Promised Land after Joshua's death to the birth of Samuel. An angel of the Lord said he had brought them from Egypt to the land promised to their fathers and asked why they disobeyed his voice to not make league with the inhabitants of the land and throw down their altars. Because the Israelites did not drive out the Canaanites as the Lord had commanded, they would be as thorns in their sides, and their false gods would be a snare to them. Those who entered the promised land with Joshua had died, and a new generation arose who knew not the Lord, nor the works he had done for them. These Israelites repeated a cycle of turning from the Lord and worshiping the Canaanites' false gods called Balaam. This angered the Lord, and he delivered them into their enemies' hands. When the Israelites cried to him about being oppressed, he was moved to pity and raised up military leaders called judges, who helped deliver them from the effects of their sins and their enemies back to the Savior, who was always ready to welcome them back. The Israelites did evil in the sight of God, and he strengthened Eglon, the Moab king, against them. They served him for eighteen years, then cried to the Lord for deliverance. He raised up a judge named Ehud, who sent the king a present. He also made a two-edged dagger that was about eighteen inches long, and hid it under his right thigh. Ehud told the king he was on a secret errand and sent everyone away. He said he had a message from God, and when the king rose to hear it, he thrust the dagger into his fat belly. The handle went in after the blade, and the fat closed around the dagger so that Ehud could not remove it. Waste from the king's bowels came out through the wound, and Ehud left and locked the doors. The king's servants thought he was relieving himself and waited until they knew something was wrong. They opened the door with a key and saw he was dead. Ehud escaped and blew a trumpet on the mountain of Ephraim. The Israelite army came down with him and killed about 10,000 men from Moab. The land then rested for 80 years. Israel turned away from the Lord again, and he delivered them to King Jabin of Hazor, who oppressed them for twenty years. They cried mightily to the Lord for relief, and he raised up a judge named Deborah, who was the most godly of all the judges, and the only one who was also a prophetess. She sent for Barak, an Israelite captain, and asked, Hath not the Lord God of Israel commanded them to take ten thousand men from the tribes of Naphtali and Zebulon to Mount Tabor? Deborah said the Lord would deliver Sisera, the captain of King Jabin's army, along with her chariots and soldiers at the river Kishon. Barak told Deborah he would only go if she went with him. She said, I will surely go with thee, and the journey shall not be for thine honor, for the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Sisera chose a battlefield in the valley of Jezreel, where his chariots had room to maneuver. Deborah told Barak that the Lord would deliver Sisera into his hands this day, and he went down from Mount Tabor with ten thousand men. The Lord sent a storm, and Sisera's chariots became stuck. His army fled on foot, but Barak pursued and killed them. Sisera fled to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, who had formed an alliance with King Jabin. Jael hid him and gave him milk to drink, and he asked her to tell those looking for him that he wasn't there. But she took a tent stake and hammered it into his head, killing him while he slept. 
She told Barak what she had done, showing her loyalty to the Israelites and fulfilled Deborah's prophecy that Sisera would be sold into the hands of a woman. The Israelites turned away from the Lord again and were delivered into the hands of the Midianites for seven years. They cried to the Lord for deliverance, and he sent a prophet to remind them that he had already delivered them from bondage, but they chose not to obey him. An angel of the Lord sat under an oak tree in Ophrah, where a man named Gideon threshed wheat to hide it from the Midianites. The angel told him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. But Gideon asked if the Lord was with them, why did all this befall them, and where were all his miracles? The Lord told him to go in his might to save Israel from the Midianites. The Lord said he was with Gideon, and he would smite the Midianites as one man. Gideon made an offering, and the angel told him to throw down an altar of Baal, cut down a grove or pole representing an idol, and offer a bullock as a sacrifice with the wood. That night he took ten men, and they did as the Lord commanded. His father Joash and the men of the city learned what Gideon had done, and said to bring him out to die. Gideon gathered an Israelite army, and was given two other signs to show he had been chosen to deliver them. In one sign, he laid down woolen fleece overnight, and in the morning there was dew on the fleece, but not on the ground. Then the next day it was just the opposite. Gideon's army of 32,000 camped by the well of Herod, and 135,000 Midianites waded to the north. The Lord said there were too many people with Gideon, and Israel would think they had saved themselves without the Lord's help. He told Gideon to tell those who were afraid to leave, and his army was reduced to 10,000 men. The Lord said there were still too many people, and he told Gideon to bring them to the water to drink. Three hundred men lapped water in their hands with their tongues like a dog, and the rest bowed down on their knees to drink. The Lord said he would save the Israelites with just the three hundred men who lapped the water and were more alert, and sent the others away. Gideon went to the Midianite camp and overheard a man tell others about his dream, where the Israelites destroyed them. Seeing their fear gave Gideon courage, and he told the Israelites about God's plan. He divided his three hundred men into three companies, and gave them trumpets and empty pitchers with lamps inside them. He told them to watch, and when he came outside of the camp, he would blow a trumpet. They then should all blow their trumpets and say, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. They stood around the Midianites' camp, blew the trumpets, and broke the pitchers to show the lamps. The Midianites turned their swords against each other and fled while Gideon's army pursued and killed 120,000 of them. The Israelites asked Gideon to be their king, but he refused and told them the Lord should be their king. They followed God for 40 years, and after Gideon died, they went after Baal and did evil again in the sight of the Lord. The Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. The angel of the Lord appeared to the wife of a man named Manoah and told her she would have a son who would deliver them from the Philistines. She was told to avoid strong drink and not to eat any unclean thing, and her son should be raised as a Nazarite, who covenanted to dedicate themselves to God for a time and not drink wine, touch any dead thing, or cut their hair. Their son, who was named Samson, grew, and the Lord blessed him. He wanted to marry a Philistine woman, and his parents asked if there was not a woman to marry among his own people. But he wanted her, and they went to Timnath, where a young lion roared against him. 
the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, probably referring to his gift of great strength, and he tore the lion apart with his bare hands. On his way back, he saw that bees had made a hive inside the lion's carcass, and he made up a riddle to challenge the Philistines. They did not know the answer, and threatened Samson's wife to get it from him. When she told them, he was angry and left her. Her father gave her to another man, and Samson burned their crops by tying firebrands to three hundred foxes' tails that ran through their cornfields. The Philistines learned what Samson did and killed his wife and her father. Samson then killed many Philistines and hid in a rock. They went against the men of Judah, who asked Samson why he'd done this to the Philistines that ruled over them, and he told them, As they did unto me, so have I done unto them, and slayed one thousand Philistines. Samson loved a woman named Delilah, and Philistine lords said they would pay her one thousand one hundred pieces of silver to entice him and see where his great strength lieth, and how they could prevail against him to bind and afflict him. Delilah tried three times to get Samson to tell her his source of strength, but he lied to her each time. First, he said he would lose his strength if he was tied with seven green cords, then with new ropes, and finally as seven locks of his hair were woven. She tested him each time by saying, The Philistines were coming, but he was always as strong as ever. She asked why he mocked and didn't love her, and finally he grew tired and said that because he was a Nazarite, a razor had never come upon his hair, and if it was cut off, he would become as weak as any other man. While he slept, a man shaved off his hair, and Delilah tested him again by saying, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. This time when he woke up, he found his great strength was gone. The Philistines blinded Samson then put him to grind in the prison house, and his hair eventually began to grow back. They put on a celebration, claiming their God had delivered Samson into their hands. They called for Samson and set him between two pillars, supporting the building, then made fun of him. He asked a lad to put his hands on each pillar to lean against them. There were three thousand people in the building mocking him, and Samson cried, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me only this once, that I may be avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. He put his hands on each pillar and said, Let me die with the Philistines. Then pushed the pillars over, and the building fell, killing everyone in it. And the dead he slew at his death were more than all he slew during his life. Samson was then buried by his brethren, and the house of his father. The Lord was with Samson, but he was not fully committed to the Lord, and he lost both his physical and spiritual strength when he chose to disobey his covenants. The Israelites followed a cycle of turning against the Lord and losing his protection, being put into bondage, then crying unto the Lord for deliverance, and he mercifully raised up judges to deliver them, just as he will deliver all his children who repent and come back to him. And this is Judges chapters 2 through 4, 6 through 8, and 13 through 16 in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at PonderFun. 
Visit our new PonderFun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do. And you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. Also, please subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching and find some time this week to ponder.